DNB Tech Minute gives you the day's top tech headlines, from the big names in Silicon Valley to the halls of power. If it's making news in tech, we've got it. Check out TNB Tech Minute in the Tech News Briefing feed from The Wall Street Journal. Today in Watching Your Wealth, estate planning for family-owned businesses, plus a tip for filing a tax extension. This is Watching Your Wealth from The Wall Street Journal. Advice for making, keeping, and protecting your money. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Coming up, a tip for filing a tax extension. But first, Adrian Penta, executive director of the Center for Women and Wealth at Brown Brothers Harriman, is here to give us some estate planning tips for family-owned businesses. Welcome, Adrian. Thank you, Veronica. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. So you had said that you're often surprised that clients haven't factored estate planning into their businesses. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. It's true. So often we see business owners and we work with business owners really at every cycle or every stage of the cycle of growth. And business owners are usually focused on one thing, and that's the business and the health of the business and growing the business and positioning it for the next great big challenge, whether that be for an acquisition or for a strategic investor or or really whatever their goals may be. Um, and they're really in the weeds on those decisions because they're day-to-day um, working at that company, growing it, um, and and it's their livelihood. So they don't often equate planning for the business with what the after-tax value of the business will be, either to them or to the next generation of their family. Um, They really seem to focus, and we've seen this again and again, on the business and the health of the company, and not necessarily their own personal financial health as an individual or as a family. And they really don't understand how soon they should start thinking about that personal planning aspect. Yeah. So that, yeah, I'd love to know how soon should they start to think about this? Yeah. You know, really it's never too soon. And so often we have conversations with business owners. um, And I actually just walked away from a meeting today with two um, owners of a really fast growing company. And, you know, what they're thinking about right now is how do I position this business for an exit? We don't want to be doing this 10 years from now. Um, Very often we'll also be sitting with families that say, how do I position this business um, for the next generation to run it? And um, most of those conversations center on the business, right? And what do I have to do from a growth perspective? What do I have to do from a capitalization perspective? What do I have to do from an ownership perspective? And not how do I think about my own personal planning? So the first conversation really we should be having is um, let's take a look at how you've planned for yourself and for your family, um, because that goes hand in hand with how do we think about an exit, how do we think about an acquisition, and how do we think about a strategic investor potentially. That's a great point. Yeah, people's personal and businesses' lives, or financial lives, are so intertwined. It's pretty mm-hmm. incredible. So I'm sure that makes your your job uh, kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. I'm, w- I'm wondering about taxes. How big a part do they play in all this decision making? And how can you? I mean, I would think it depends on everyone's situation. But to Certainly. top line, what do we need to be thinking about? Mm-hmm. So from you know the first thing that I think about when um, you know a business owner comes in thinking about what's my exit strategy, and we can talk about what's my strategy for giving it to the next generation in a second, but, you know, if we're thinking about what's my exit strategy, um, you have to think if you just sell the company and you put the proceeds in your bank account, um, if you make enough money from the sale and you have a taxable estate, um, the government's going to take it 
40% of the profits that you've made. So that's a pretty significant after-tax hit when you think about estate and gift taxes. So, um, you know, one of the really big issues in doing good estate planning is valuation. And um, the, the view of valuation that we have for estate planning purposes is exactly the opposite of what we want for purposes of sale or taking on an investor. So if you're thinking about selling, you want the highest valuation possible for that company you've spent your life building. For estate planning purposes, we want the lowest possible valuation so that you can move a portion of your equity outside of your taxable estate and not pay as much, um, you know, be, you know, plan for the estate and gift taxes. So if we want a low valuation, the sooner we start talking about estate planning and using estate planning vehicles to move assets from the owners to the next generation or the third generation or even charity um, can be really important about how we think about valuation. So in the case that you want to give your children some of this value, you know, let's get a low valuation today before you position, you know, three huge growth years that are ahead of you for that sale or for that exit. That's a great tip. I'm wondering, speaking about the children and the heirs, How do we factor in family dynamics to this planning? Because I've heard from some business owners, they put off planning because they're not sure who's going to be the successor. You know, Bobby and Susie don't get along. It's, um, it's probably more than half of what we do in working mm. family businesses is um, family dynamics. And um, I probably should have stayed in school and gotten a degree in psychology or something like that. <laughs> sure. um, because, you know, it, it's very complicated. We, we all know that no matter what type of family you come from, family relationships are complicated. And then when you layer on running a business enterprise together that has probably, you know, independent third parties that are employees that they're livelihood depends on what you do. That gets very complicated. Um, And so often we see family-owned businesses, and the idea of ownership and management are not separate in the mind of the family. And that's a really important distinction and something that outside advisors and independent people can really help a family understand in a more sophisticated way. There is a difference between owning a company and managing that company. And so often, um, you know, the, the, the founders of the company can't see the difference because they've played both roles. But in thinking about the second generation or the third generation and taking over, ownership is a different conversation than taking over day-to-day management. So, and the two have very different um, skill sets that you need to do that and have different um, implications down the road. So often we see that independent outside professional advisors that form either an advisory board or some sort of role in helping a founder understand that um, can be really, really helpful. Great tips. Thank you so much for joining us, Adrian. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Coming up, an extension tip. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Paul Vigna. If you do not subscribe to the Money Bee podcast, you are going to feel worse than a short seller on the day of a big rally. Go to iTunes and WSJ.com slash podcasts. You want to sign up for this one. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. If you haven't filed your taxes yet and think you need more time, file for an extension. The extension will extend your deadline to file by six months. You'll still have to pay your taxes on time, though. If you aren't able to pay, you'll incur interest and penalties. To file an extension, you'll need your name, 
address, social security number, an estimated tax liability, and the amount you're paying with the extension. If you can't pay all that you owe by tax day, you can request an installment plan. There's fees with this option, but apply for it before April 18th when taxes are due to avoid any added penalties. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. Chief information officers, long regarded as technical gurus serving the business, are often today's visionaries, evangelists, and change agents for the business. Join Deloitte's Lou DiLorenzo in conversation with tech leaders who've challenged the status quo, redefining the CIO's role by transforming organizations and industries. Where technology and influence converge, new opportunities and value can emerge. <laughs>